the mafia is sort of in decay and like changing in ways that like don't make any sense yeah. and it's becoming less about you know a family unit or like any sort of like social bonds i think that's what's interesting is that what what tony doesn't really realize he's saying throughout this whole show is that like what he wants is familial and social like bonds that like tie him to something mm -hmm. to meaning you know and like that is functionally gone away by this point yeah and he like is only in this series realizing that as he's gotten to the top of what he thought would be the family is there's nothing to even control there's nothing left to even be holding together yeah you hear him talk about a lot like he like the way he contextualizes the mafia in like the history of Italian American people in the country like comes up so often of like you know our people came here and they gave us nothing and like they they wanted us for nothing and like they weren't ready to give us a piece of America so we fucking took it and like now they want yeah. to take it back from us and that's what this is about and like that's what the mafia <laughs> is all about and like he has this very clearly a very strong bond to that story of the mafia and it runs completely yeah. counter to his existence as a middle class american guy who like clearly yeah, has a obtained like a great deal <laughs> of you know wealth and prestige in his life he's like an influential wealthy person <laughs> i mean that's what's so i mean what's becoming so clear is like the his position is like directly correlated to you know the sort of middle manager of Raytheon or, you know, some, you know, franchise owner of Applebee's, like he, he is a stand in for anybody who's like thinking they're achieving the American dream at the beginning of the millennium yeah. and is standing on the precipice of like the absolute downfall of the empire that they're living in and realizing there's nothing at the top. Um, it's not in the show yet exactly like textually, mm -hmm. um, but it, it feels so it kind of present. I don't know. It kind of never really is. Like he talks about it a lot in the first season where he's like talking about like, you know, I kind of feel like I like I'm getting to things at the end. Like I finally got here and it's all just done and they're like sweeping up the floors and stacking the chairs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But like they never really like go they never explicitly talk about that so much as much as like just show it really well. Like what you're right, picking up fantastic. on, the vibe that you're picking <laughs> up on is like as far as it goes but they just hammer that vibe forever yeah which is i don't know if i've ever seen a show that does that so i mean i i am yeah again this is really good uh the commendatory episode uh what happens is they go to italy christopher does heroin the whole time mm -hmm. they meet um f uh, f um fulci fulcio oh furio furio um Furio, who is a weird character. Mm -hmm. um, Love Furio. <laughs> I, he, he, Big fan. He hasn't really been used yet. Like, he, he, you know, he's basically just like a guy who seems like a swishy Italian guy at first and then is just like clearly one of the most brutal, he's like, so most violent crazy, people. He's so crazy, man. Like, that first. <laughs> so we're introduced to him. They're like outside of a dinner meeting that they just had with this, this you know, Italian mafia family. And like some kid sets off firecrackers and scares everybody, and Furio just like beats the shit out of the kid, and then like beats up his mom, and like it's just like a brutal, violent scene where like Tony Wait, and Polly and everyone are just like, "Whoa!" 
Oh Jesus. yeah, yeah. Like, and they're like, calm, calm down. Pull hey, your punches whoa. a little bit, but then like you see Tony <laughs> kind of filing it away. Like this guy is crazy. I could use him. Yeah, I'm gonna need this guy. Yeah, he's a good earner. Um, yeah, and so they have this sort of. Tony wants to go there and meet with like the boss, boss. You know, like the real Godfather, basically. Um, but he's like shitting in his pants, dementia, um, and the, the whole show is really being run by his like son's wife because his like son is in prison yeah and so like the woman the woman is running she's like the real head she's the real boss um which he is not happy about they have this sort of interesting a little bit 90s conversation of like the women valkyries of greece or whatever yeah, I don't give yeah, a shit. whatever uh, <laughs> and he sort of like realizes he has to work with her or nothing um they have cars they're trying to sell to Italy, do a deal, and then like they end up making a deal. Yeah, and that's part stuff- of the deal is that Furio is going to come back to America with Tony in exchange yeah. for like a better deal on the cars. But then he like lies he when he gets back and says like, "Yeah, I fucking got a lot of money off of them. I I did a great deal with them." <laughs> do you think he was lying that way? Because I kind of got the sense that he was like. 90 per car was already a lot and then he only had to bump it down to 85 i think i wasn't i wasn't sure if he was like kind of ripping them off or no i got the impression that he was trying to look like he didn't get like he did a big like he didn't get kind of like outmaneuvered by a woman basically like he wanted (laughs) people to think that he got the best of her and that furio was this like great deal that he got or whatever right Um, and then uh the so Christopher is doing heroin the whole time, doesn't get to do much, but Polly has a real funny arc, which is uh, he's just like a complete fish out of water. Yeah. He does nothing, talks to nobody, uh, can't seem to like find him, doesn't feel at home. Like the whole time you're watching Polly, he's just fucking a whore or like, um, you know, calling people cock smokers because they're like rude to him yeah. and he like isn't nearly interested in trying to speak Italian. Um, and then when they get back to the airport, he's just like, loved it. <laughs> Had a great time. Yeah, it's it's such a fantastic, <laughs> like, it's such a great portrayal of the experience of a lot of Italian-American men going to Italy, essentially, where, like, it's basically my experience has been that Italian-American women have the best time of their fucking life when they go to Italy. They love it. They, like, have a real <laughs> spiritual connection to it, and they, like... They become immersed in it, and they come back a broadened they person. They have sex with Furio. Have sex with Furio, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> and then men who go over there are just like, they're like, the food is weird. It's gross. The toilets are fucked up. All the men are gay. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Polly, like, won't he, like, holds his shit for, like, a whole day yeah. because he can't go to the bathroom. It's a good episode. My favorite, this is my favorite episode. bit is when he gets the plate of, uh, he gets, like, some squid ink pasta and he like looks at it, he's like, Ugh. like, can I get some macaroni and some gravy over here? And they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's like shameless. Yeah. The best thing about Polly is that he just uh, isn't like, yeah, he's oh, not I'm embarrassed that he's, he's not like, connected what is to this Italy. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it should be the way I want it to. Be. Yeah. You do better. <laughs> uh, that's very funny. 